Hey, thanks for listening to Suicide Buddies. This is a podcast where we talk a lot about suicide, suicidal thoughts, and depression, and joke around about those things because we're comedians who have dealt with those things. So we like to have fun talking about it, and we hope that helps you. But we're not joking around because we take those things lightly. We just want to establish that right up top. So if you're dealing with suicidal thoughts right now, and especially if you're feeling yourself close to suicide, first of all, know there is no part of us that ever encourages it. Please stay safe. And if you are feeling that, we want you to reach out right now and call the Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It's 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-8255. They're so helpful. They will talk to you whenever, wherever. They really are just a great ear when you need someone to talk to. So please call if you need it. And otherwise, enjoy the show. What about your jokes? Those are good. I like those jokes. My dick's a joke. That's nice, why it's in my dude. hand. Yeah. Right? Okay. You've read the graffiti. <laughs> You've read the graffiti right. on the yeah. wall. <laughs> you, hey, hey, Dave. Yeah. Hey, Dave. Do you want a joke? Why don't you check my hand? Because my dick's in it. Okay. You got it. I'll check it. You want a good joke? Check my hand because my dick's there. <laughs> Laugh it up. <laughs> Wow. Have you ever seen that? No. The what? graffiti? No. This is a great start. I, I love think this. it is. I love this start here. It was organic is what it was. This is a real <laughs> This is real graffiti I just see everywhere. And the joke is, you go, you want a joke? Look in your hand, like out of urine. Oh, and then your dick's there? Yeah, exactly. Oh, got it. Yeah. Well, my dick is fucking huge. Yeah, it breaks the <laughs> urinal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's pretty funny. I guess that's true. Look in your hand. It's covered in blood because the your dick fucking broke a toilet. And your dick is bleeding from being so fucking big. Why dude. aren't you looking? <laughs> yeah, dude. The graffiti kind of just goes on. <laughs> Why aren't you looking? It's like, it's like a Star Wars scrawl. You want to laugh? Words. Look at your hand. There's a Ford truck in it. There's a Ford truck in your hand. Huh? Why don't you drive that truck? <laughs> yeah. Why don't you be your a man? Your dick's doing push-ups. Steak. In a truck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, graffiti is a little too obnoxious. A little too in my face. Just in general, things that that like find their heart inside of being aggressive, <laughs> I'm not a fan of. <laughs> like, why is all graffiti lettering like edgy? I do think... Because it's done with knives, right? Yes, <laughs> you do it with yes. a fucking knife because you they just like, escape you prison. You dip a knife in paint and then you fucking stab somebody. <laughs> After the murder, the first thing I got to do is tell people that Vanessa's a slut. <laughs> carve, carve, no, there carve. is... I do get a, some... It's funny, just like with everything. I feel like there's 5%... Of every group of people are people that are like really stupid about it, and some some have a larger percentage. But like, there's a there's a, a graph artist around town. There's a tagger named Vomit, and I'll bet you Vomit's pretty funny. Uh, there, there's somebody in uh, Santa Monica. Oh, oh, Their yeah. name is uh, Pizza Boobs. Uh huh. Okay. 
And I feel like pizza boobs is pretty funny. That's not very aggressive. It's just pizza boobs. There's there's also someone named AIDS, and it's like chill out, bro. (laughs) AIDS and pizza boobs can't get along. Oil and water. That's just diametrically opposed yin yangs going on there. You know, actually, AIDS and pizza boobs were a duo at first, and then and then Then a Fleetwood Mac kind of split there, where totally found out that AIDS AIDS was was like ah was like we need to get on Conan. And Pizza Boobs is like, no, we need to go underground. And, uh, <laughs> uh, folks, I just came back from Arlington, Virginia. Cemetery show. A bunch of uh, suicide buddies <laughs> showed up. And thank you so much. You guys were so nice. And it was great to meet a lot of you. And thank you so much for coming out to the shows. It was really awesome. Thank you for going to see Hampton in Virginia. People were wearing feeling shirts and y'all Hell, levers. Dude, that's the fucking awesome, best man. when people come to our shows wearing that shit. Oh, shit. I don't have it sitting around. I've been meaning to shout him out. This guy brought me his book to Good Heroin. Look, if you're in L.A. or if you visit L.A., come to my show, Good Heroin. It's so fun. The comics are all good. And I've met a bunch of Suicide Buddies fans there, too. It's the best. <laughs> You'll OD at Good Heroin. Come on yeah, out. Come You'll do OD heroin. on laughter. Seeing as how suicide is a problem for you, come to my heroin show. I uh, Everything I do is not at all edgy. Trade in needles for laughs. All- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every week I go down to Skid Row and I give people laughs for their heroin. Dude, the band Skid Row's now there. They are. They're not doing so good. Yeah, Skid Row is not a part, a bad part of L.A. It's a really nice neighborhood <laughs> that a hair metal band plays outside in, and that's why it sucks. <laughs> you know, the only thing that's wrong with Skid Row? Skid the Row. Skid the Row. band Skid Row. Wasn't the drummer doing stand-up it. for a while? Oh Who was the hair metal God. dude who was doing dude, stand-up? Dude, you have to get him on Good Heroin. Oh, I would love to. I mean, well, first got to get him off Bad Heroin. <laughs> Right? Come on. <laughs> hot fruit teacher. Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> dude. Good heroin, hot fruit. Anyway, <laughs> folks, do go to Good Heroin. It is an incredible show. It's possibly the best. Also, hop show. in your time machine and go see Hampton two days ago. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Shit. Fuck that. Virginia. Come see us in Portland, May 26th. That's true. Portland, Oregon, May 26th at the Siren Theater. There are links on both of our websites to get tickets to that. Also, you are currently listening to Suicide Buddies, the mental health comedy podcast hosted by two people who've dealt with a lot of suicidal thoughts, so they make dark jokes to deal with it. They don't do that to make light of your pain. All right. Hello. I said all the things. Hello. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) We're a lot of fun. (laughs) Hello. Hello. I just feel like I have to introduce myself sometimes after all of that and remind you that I'm a human We're being. people, not just <laughs> robots who say facts being. about our own show. <sighs> buddies, buddies, buddies at gmail.com. <laughs> Leave us a review on iTunes. <laughs> Patreon.com uh, slash Suicide Buddies. Uh, folks, you're going to want to YouTube us on Craigslist. and uh, Quip.com slash Buddies. Go to cia.whitehouse.gov uh, slash Barack Obama prostitute uh, conspiracy. <laughs> You're going to find the documents there. I put the documents right up there, folks. <laughs> Anyone can find the documents. <laughs> Everyone just can Google find the Just Google the word documents. You'll find documents. <laughs> <laughs> just read documents. I'm just going to need you to read any documents. Go to DocuSign.com and get an account and lo- upload a document and sign it. <laughs> this is the stuff that makes me not want to kill myself. Me too. Saying any words Saying out loud. <laughs> Goofing around. Goofs, dude. In the, oh, man. Uh, Hampton's helpful hint number nine. Goof. Goof. Why don't you goof? 
Yeah. Get a good goof in. Uh have you uh, has, has one of your hints been related to coming yet? I think so. Yeah, uh, one was uh, you got a jo or you'll become OJ. Yeah, was, uh, was that? my theory. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> the theory that you have to jerk off or you'll become OJ Simpson. That's right. <laughs> and no, murder that's somebody. True. That's definitely true. He that didn't... dude didn't jo, dude. That was OJ's problem. Totally, dude. He didn't fucking ever come, dude. He didn't jo, and he had CTE, and that's why he's OJ. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, there's all kinds of acronyms for why you would kill somebody. Oh my god, <laughs> it's so. Funny, I was gonna say, and then I was like, "No, it's actually horrific." <laughs> that he murdered. This it's kid. funny because if you don't jerk off, you become an off jerk. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> hey, OJ. I heard it stands for off jerk. You're a little bit of an off jerk, huh? Hey, man. You know why I called you that? Because hey. you're a little off, and you're a jerk. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> that was uncalled for. <laughs> He's like the nicest murderer ever. Excuse me, excuse me. Do you know what glib is? Because you're being glib. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my god. He's wearing I'm I'm picturing him saying that wearing his football uniform. Excuse me. He's got his pads on. Excuse me. And uh, he's the same age, but for some reason he has the hair from when he was 22. I may have murdered my wife, but you've killed this civility in this conversation. Oh man. Um Sure, I have killed two people, but the way that you talk is a crime against humanity. <laughs> you made me OJ. feel bad, son. Oh, I'm sorry, OJ. <laughs> I'm sorry, OJ Simpson. <laughs> Granted, I did kill my wife, but I would never have been mean to her. <laughs> if you're mean to your oh wife, God. that's a whole other thing. I didn't mean to marginalize her when... I murdered her. <laughs> Speaking of marginalizing women, abortion uh, is now a thing everywhere. Oh, man. <laughs> it's the worst time. Man. It's the worst time to cream pie, dudes. Don't cream pie in the South. No more cream pieing. I wish I could get an abortion and make the Alabama Senate watch. <laughs> I am so mad. What That's the good. fuck, dude? It's crazy. It's I I I no, don't even know. Cool. No, it's good. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Talk it's, about it's a group a, of white dudes who need fuck. to jerk off. God damn, dude. I know, right? What Why is it your virgins? fucking problem, man? I know. I'm so upset. I, it's crazy. <laughs> it, uh, I, I kind of like when mm-hmm. I was reading the news. Of course, I'm like mm-hmm. in my back of my mind. I'm like, of course, it's a, a panel of all white dudes. Of course. And it fucking was. It was like literally like. Somebody rolling out their like Fleer Ultra cards of like yeah. all your top thirty white dudes. Hi, yeah. I'm Crispy McWiener. Hi, <laughs> I'm Chad Darmichael. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, what's up? My name is White Sheets. I, uh... <laughs> Hi, my name's White Sheets. I'm here to vote on your pussy. <laughs> That's the thing, man. I got uh, in it really thick. I'm the type of guy who's mean to his wife but nice to his horse. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, oh my I fucking God. hate these people, dude. Sorry, I cut you off. What were you saying? No, no mm-hmm. I, I hear you. I don't know. It, it got me angry, and it's mm-hmm. funny because me and my mom, I actually, while I was in Arlington, like I spent the time to see her for Mother's Day, and then yeah. I was alone with her after everyone else got together, right? And then we just started talking about abortion <laughs> for a while, and it was like, 
man, I felt really bad. And then I saw the news today and I was like, you know what? I don't feel bad. Yeah. I don't feel bad for arguing. Oh, you mean you felt bad about on Mother's Day arguing with your mother and now you don't feel bad. Got yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Got it, now it. I'm like, well, because I was telling her, I was like, what about this thing in Georgia at the time uh, during yeah. the conversation? And she was like, oh, well, even if like that's probably not even going to pass. And then this shit with Alabama like happens as I land off the plane. Like, is she and she is pro-life. I she's take very it. pro-life, but that's fine. I and mean, she's a very sweet person. And I understand her philosophies behind that. But my thing, and I think yours too, is probably... I'm just like, we shouldn't even have an opinion, men. Like, this should be decided completely by women. Yes. And it's like, I do feel like abortion should be fine, but I also don't think it should be at all me in the conversation. At all. There's so many things that bother me about it. Yeah, absolutely. I shouldn't be in this fucking conversation. There are other things about it, too. Like, we forgot so quickly that the reason Roe v. Wade was passed, I mean, there are a bunch of reasons, and like the, the blanket reason is what you just said, which is women should be able to make up their own fucking mind about their own body. But then there was this other thing that was happening where even if you were to create a world in which that wasn't a consideration, women were fucking dying getting back alley illegal abortions. And so they legalized it as a way to save women's lives, man. It's fucked up, dude. No, and that's just going to happen again if this shit gets passed. And that's the thing is, is like in this conversation I, I've had, it's like they don't believe it dude like you bring that up and then they're kind of just like that doesn't even happen and i'm like you exactly this is where the conversation goes in you're like "Uh, anyway i got you a card it's just so funny like (laughs) there's a bunny on it and right yeah happy fucking (laughs) mother's day fucking mom day thank you for feeding me happy mommy day Uh, it's funny too like how we just continuously do not learn our lesson about uh punishment versus preventative care and everything surrounding right. those phenomena now like because i was reading today did you know that guiana which is a small i think it's pronounced guiana uh it's a small country in south america they have uh far and away far and away the highest suicide rate of any country on earth it's like 44 people for every thousand kill themselves oh and God. the average worldwide is like 16 and it's because they it, it's per I think it's something insane. Like there are 10 psychiatrists in the whole country. Like they completely just are like mental illness. Isn't real. Wow. And everybody kills themselves (laughs) every time. Oh my God. A situation like this occurs. And those 10 psychiatrists aren't cool. (laughs) (laughs) They just like a Portugal straight up legalized heroin and they have the lowest heroin use on earth. Yeah, just yeah. fucking. I hear you. No, I hear <laughs> How you. are we not learning from these lessons? It gets uh, it gets me so angry, and especially because I I tend to also make the point it's not getting better. Please be aware of what's happening, and I get really frustrated when people say it's not a problem, and I don't have to learn anything new. I don't have to learn any new information. Yeah. I made up my mind thirty years ago, and it's just like there's no way a human being can go through life without evolving and changing your opinion sometimes. This is another thing that really bothers me about the abortion debate is how disingenuous it is. Uh, basically, every every single thing, uh, political issue that's rooted in religion at a basic level is argued in a disingenuous manner, and it drives me fucking crazy. Because like, if this argument really were us trying to philosophically decide when a baby's life starts, mm-hmm. maybe we could all be on board with that. But if that's what was happening, 
We would be having philosophical discussions. We would be sitting down and trying to figure it out as a people together. But that's not it. I think it's, it's a goo goo gaga. When they <laughs> you're first damn say right. Goo goo gaga. I think it's at age 17. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I know. I think I'm still a fucking fetus. Yeah, you're damn right, dude, because I want to make it in Hollywood. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm young. I'm still young. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm a fetus. Kill me, motherfucker. And. Uh, <laughs> And, uh, I'll summon I'm That's pro-life. so funny. Because <laughs> as I was going over all this, I was remembering, I was like, you know, the time my dad told me that he was, he tried to get me aborted, I was like, damn. He, wa- he was right. <laughs> like, he did. Actually, I was kind of wrong to be mad. Like, I got to give him up to, you know, I got to give it it's up. It's so funny, too, the way they talk about it. Like, what if you were aborted? It's not, that's not even a thing, dude. That's not then even something. you're talking something. to a ghost. Do you, it's just so funny the idea that like you uh, i can't even the th- oh, what, come I, now. what i was saying with the yeah i'm getting very zach de la rocha I, we are both about getting this a little heated i know i am and i'll shut up in a second but i do want to say this because well quite frankly i have a podcast uh, <laughs> <laughs> let, this, let this white hot rage exist dude i gotta say it because i'm really bad at expressing myself in text and in stand-up so <laughs> If I don't say it in my podcast where no one challenges me, how could I possibly get my opinion out there? Oh, this is the Ben Shapiro <laughs> beginnings of Dave Frost. No one can argue us. I know you've been listening to us talk about abortion for 10 minutes while you're at home going, but they're all angels in my tum-tum. <laughs> Ever since that guy cream pied in me, he made an angel. <laughs> I know what? you're at home thinking that. You By the way, I've been getting for the first time all, maybe ever because I've been posting stand-up videos a lot. I've been getting like a bunch of Instagram followers from stand-up, which is definitely the first time. That's the only way you can find me and not already know my political affiliation and oh, shit. Really? So for the first time since getting a bunch of followers from that, I posted a thing yesterday that was basically like, fuck the Alabama Senate. And I immediately lost like a ton of followers. <laughs> fuck and it's this. like good riddance. Where's fucking. Tosh? Yeah, dude. It's like, bring back Tosh. So you mean you saw my video from Hot Tub where I was talking about how girls make me cry? And you're like, well, this guy's Republican as fuck. And <laughs> it's good. I call it calling off the weaklings, man. Get rid of them. You just want the diehards. Um, Come see I, us in Portland, you diehards. Yeah, you fucking... Yeah, dude. I love... <laughs> Fly in from out of state to Portland, Oregon. I said all this yeah, very Hawaii. aggressively, by the way, and I do want to... Let's clear up a few things. First of all, I don't actually think it's women who made me cry. It's that I am prone to crying and I date women. Uh, <laughs> it's my fault, as I'm not trying to say it's anyone else's fault. No, no, no. I, I do think it's uh, important to point out, like, I don't think a lot of people talk about this. How, like... The abortion debate is like, it literally just comes from people who, th- most Christian religions, or maybe not most, but a lot of Christian religions think contraception is against God. Exactly. So they just, that's what it is. Guess what the next fucking <laughs> thing is, ladies, is taking away the pill. Yeah, It's like totally. anybody who's like on the fence about abortion, that's the next thing they're coming for. Because the pastors talk about it, therefore the fucking legislators are going to be talking about it. Dude, they would make condoms illegal if they could. They, wa- they want to. Dude, it's like the NRA. Mm-hmm. They just have like a fucking sycophantic following that they just play completely to. And this is, that's and what drives me crazy about shit. it. they're They're all fucking liars, they're, they're, thieves, yeah, and they're fucking... Flanders. It's so funny. Like when someone's saying to your face, 
abortion is murder. And you know the reason that they don't like abortion is because of their religion and they don't like anything in that category. It's like, yeah. that means that they found a loophole. They found language. It's just like mm. um, with bathrooms and trans people. That is a pretty fairly new argument that what happened was someone who was transphobic and wanted to be able to make an argument and get a bunch of people on their side was like, oh shit, we're going to have to decide how we deal with trans people in bathrooms. So now they say that they're scared of women getting hurt in bathrooms by people that were born with a male body, hmm. but really they just fucking hate trans people. Yeah, they don't care I, about bathrooms. I mean, I, I got uh, into it with about the issue of, you know, calling it like right to life. And it's just like, well, what kind of fucking life? You're telling a kid should, he has to be fucking born and then you're on your own. It's like no health care. No, no good education system. Nothing is in place for you to have a good life. It's just saying, hey, you have to be born onto this fucking screaming Dude. planet. That's irresponsible. Yeah. That's just fucking negligence at best. Also, just, uh, I mean, yeah, going back to what you said right at the beginning, uh, and then uh, we should probably start telling fart jokes or whatever. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I mean, take out the baby, put in a fart. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, I'll abort any fart. Uh, <laughs> Queef's a type of more like abortion. A, a fartion. I mean, you know, the funny thing is, like, it, yeah, it's, it's it's a stigmatizing sort of conversation because a lot of people have personal feelings that are directly yeah. associated with it. Almost everybody has a personal experience revolving around it, and it's never pleasant. It's like we got an abortion, and then the, we went to the carnival, and it was the best day ever. Well, well, that's the thing. It also is like I know a few women who've gotten abortions. And I know for some of them, Hillary like, Clinton. Say, yeah, I and who I know. <laughs> Uh, Michelle Obama. It's like psychologically very difficult uh, in every way, like regarding how you feel about your own abortion, uh, how you you feel about dealing with your family about it. Everyone has different feelings about it. And that's why <laughs> I think it's, yeah, it, it all just comes down to like, why, why aren't we just listening to, to a woman women. who's trying <laughs> to decide whether or not she should get an abortion. Why and is this 30 white dudes making these sort of decisions? I will it's say this, just though. insane. The uh, bill powerful. was sponsored by a Subway? female member of the Alabama House. Uh, <laughs> which, when I found that out, I was like, oh, my God, of course. Uh, it's just these, like, I imagine she has huge hair. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, big belt buckle. Big old belt buckle. No. I mean, you know, the uh, the bad thing is I feel like we we know a bunch of really cool people in Alabama, and it's like, I'm sorry your government sucks. I feel bad anytime cool people live in a shitty state. Yeah. That's just so fucking unfair. And I've been there. Like, Virginia oh, dude, yeah. has not had a good history. That's why I say, like, all the time, man, like, the... Uh, the bravest people in the entertainment industry are uh, LGBTQ comedians in the South. <laughs> they just like get up there in redneck bars and they're like, I'm trans. Here are my fucking jokes, you animals. I can't afford yeah. a plane ticket to get out of here. So I guess I'm doing yeah. a set here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not all heroes wear I'm pants. I'm glad you brought it up because I wanted to talk about it because it's, I really do feel like I'm pretty, there are people. You are pretty. There's so, thank you. There are so many people that are better at articulating this stuff and thinking about this stuff than me. So on Twitter and shit, I just retweet people and stuff. But I do, it is important to me, for me to know that, for you 
to me for you to know as a listener of the show that I'm on your team. Wait. Um, who, who did for I, you me? I know. I mean, it's important to that I know that I'm you. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It seems like maybe bullshit to say this, like it should be implied, but fuck the Alabama Senate. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, absolutely, it's dude. Fuck them hard. I just want fuck them in their fucking faces. <laughs> come all over their faces. If you see any of the Alabama they're Senate, hot. Come That's all what we're trying to say. Faces. They're hot. We're gay and they're hot. Put them yeah. up on Pornhub. They're hot. <laughs> Welcome to hot dudes. Yeah, not to and get all oh, too political. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. now let's get personal, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. Dave, how have you been this week, you motherfucker? Oh my. I'm not political anymore. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Uh, I'm good. <laughs> Me too. I'm actually not. I'm bad. Oh no. Yeah. Me also. Because of Alabama. And, uh, <laughs> no. Dave. Oh, no, no. No, 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 no. Yeah, isn't it so funny how like it is so important to like say that shit to people and let people know that you're that you're like with them, but you can't talk about it without it just being a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> it just no. can't how where do we go from here? I dude? hope that abortion does become I'm talked pee-pee about in enough. Your coke. You brought Coke and I'm gonna pee pee in it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Dave, please don't pee pee in my coke. Is that coke. coke Zero? There's not going to be zero pee pee in it for long. Zero, <laughs> zero sugar, hundred percent pee pee. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Pee- more like coca pee pee. You know. Please don't pee in my coke. <laughs> okay. I don't play joke. Oh wow. <laughs> That was racist. That's where it's that, was, that was really Completing racist. Completing the other yeah. part of that one joke. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> the only way that joke. You're was. the one who said that. Man, racist Hampton over here goes to Arlington one time. Oh <laughs> uh, man, I have a new joke about the Papa John's owner I, that I got to work over there that weekend. And I was so happy. Oh wow, that's great, dude. Yeah. Is it sucks. about pizza? He's a racist pizza owner. I know. He's, He's a racist, racist he, he pizza. Owns, he owns shit, pizza. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's a pizza. He's shit. a pizza Can shit. I- <laughs> dude, now the joke's perfect. <laughs> hey, man, you're a fucking pizza shit. Dude, and, uh, <laughs> it's like you just added the perfect topping to that joke. Oh, nice, 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 nice. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He's a pizza yeah. shit. He's a pizza shit. He's a leaning tower of pizza shit. I don't shit. know how you guys feel about him. But I think he's a pizza <laughs> shit. <laughs> Boo! Boo! My wife is pregnant! We are out of here! Boo! Boo the man! <laughs> Sir, he's a pizza shit. Sir, please! Please, my my best friend in the world. He's very suicidal. Mm-hmm. Dave Ross, he gave me that joke. It was his dying wish that I tell it every night <laughs> to one standing ovation. Every crowd of orphans I play. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. You performed only for orphans? I only, dude, all from the Arlington Cemetery. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that OJ stands for Orphan's Juice? That's his name. <laughs> No, it isn't. Yeah, dude. I, I'll Google it, but I feel no like, pulp. You I know feel what like mean? Google's gonna tell me I'm dumb. <laughs> hey, what's up? My name's Orphan Simpson. <laughs> All right. Well, this week, I guess it's time to move on. All right. <laughs> um, we're talking about a guy named Terry Thompson. That's not a real. Who name. owned a lot of animals. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Did he appear on local news affiliates with said animals? Uh, oh, a time or two, but that's not. Yes! <laughs> yeah. You can tell by the fucking name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone named Terry is a pizza shit. Terry man. Thomas, the alliteration alone. Terry Thompson. Thompson, Thank Terry Thompson. Much. Yeah, Terry yeah. Thompson here to show some <laughs> local animals. <laughs> totally. We've got Terry Thompson from the Thompson Zoo. Uh, what do you got here, Terry? Well, this is a parakeet. His name's Bill. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Boo! Uh, you're a pizza shit. Pizza shit. And <laughs> Shut up, Bill. All right, we'll be back after this toothpaste or podcast ad or some shit. I don't know. Something. <laughs> Talking about uh, Terry again. <laughs> Hatcher? Terry Hatcher. Oh, dude. Yeah, first of all, we're this is the first episode where we're breaking the news. <laughs> Terry Hatcher committed suicide 30 years ago, dude, and, and no one knew. And it was spectacular. And, oh, right? You beat me bam, to it. Bam, 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 bam. He's a bad comic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm better than Stan. They're Stan. real, <laughs> and I'm dead. <laughs> uh, no, Terry Thompson. Terry Thompson. Uh, Thompson. I said Thompson before, and I do feel bad disrespecting. It's uh, okay. Dad, not pronouncing that P. Thompson. Is it Paul F. Thompson? Ta- Paul F. Thompson. Tall yeah. F. Tall F. Thompson. Tall F. Thompson. Yeah, yeah, totally. Famous <laughs> tall comedian. <laughs> yeah. You no, know, he's not a comedian. He's just tall. <laughs> tall F. Tompkins. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. Man, was that audible? Do what? I farted. It's all right. (laughs) We can move on. I would just leave it on the show. I absolutely would have let it slide. Yeah, but I didn't. (laughs) And I'm not doing that. So Did you guys notice that? What? What? I farted. I shit shit my pants. I felt like it was loud. Did you guys notice it when I shit my pants? Was it hey, did you shit your pants or is it me? (laughs) I think I shit my pants. Who keeps shitting my pants? (laughs) Hey, show yourself. Show did yourself my cat coward. Climb into my pants and take a shit? <laughs> or did you, I shit? You are a coward. To You're do a fucking coward. Man, can we talk about cowards? I'm just, cowards and fakes, dude. People, there's all these fakes out there. I'm tired of sneaks Phonies, and finks. <laughs> sneaks, still, phonies and cowards, still dude. Still allowing scoundrels. Scoundrels are kind of in there with ragamuffins. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're a fink or a sneak, go to hell. All my exes, man, they're all phonies. <laughs> I don't know. I thought that character was funny. A guy who thinks his ex girlfriends are phonies. <laughs> they all moved to Hollywood to date. Yeah, me. yeah. They're all dating Brad Pitt now. All of them. They're all doing it just dating <laughs> me just to get up to meet Brad Pitt. Because <laughs> well, you know, we have the you, same manager. Yeah, how did Brad you meet Pitt. Brad Pitt? Well, my first boyfriend was Dave Ross, and the yeah. you know the upwards movement of Hollywood at all times. Everything eventually matriculates up to Brad Pitt. Because I to know, fuck the cream. I don't know the Brad Pitt, but I know Brad Pitt's dad, Dad Pitt. And <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Dad Pitt. <laughs> 
No, I don't want to be in movies. I don't think it's funny or interesting. The fact that Bradley decides to do that with his life is fine, I guess. Me and his mother do not approve. <laughs> his parents just don't approve of him being Brad Pitt. I guess it's fine if he wants to go put on tights and walk around and act. I'm over here. Running my paint shop with his brother, Chad Pitt. <laughs> Hi. Hi, I'm Dad Pitt, and this is Chad Pitt. And we're both related to Brad Pitt. I'm Chad, and sometimes I have the paint at night, and I, I eat it, and now I work here forever. <laughs> I tried to marry a can of paint, but my dad said that's wrong. Well, whatever Chad anyway. wants to do with his life is fine by his mother and I. No matter what. At least he's not a colossal failure like Bradley. <laughs> like Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> Bradley Pitt. Either way, the Pitt family, together, we all listen to Suicide Buddies on <laughs> Starburns Audio. <laughs> Both those things are very important. Uh, okay, so Terry Thompson was a Vietnam vet, and that is the one thing about him. Here's the thing. I know all the circumstances surrounding his suicide. I was trying to learn more about him, but he wasn't a famous person. There's really not much... Uh, on the internet about him. I know he was a Vietnam War vet, that he was considered violent by the people around him. Oh, he was no. also considered very fun by the people around him. <laughs> so kind of like maybe bipolar, maybe. running the extremes of like, well, uh, he's so wild. Sometimes it's fun. Sometimes it's scary. It's also like, you know, it's with people who went to war and especially Vietnam War, it's like, you know, like a safe bet they might have PTSD or like echoes of PTSD, yeah. you know. It was... I, I left Vietnam and came home and right away I watched Platoon and it was <laughs> the worst. <laughs> so I don't really know the best way to tell this story. I think because I because the the story of the suicide itself is why this was a news story. What happened surrounding mm. that? Mm. So I think I want to end with that. But leading up to it is going to be difficult too. So okay, uh, it's just like... Try to find the flow. So basically, what happened was before all, the all these things converged all at the same time uh, to definitely like inflame whatever was going on with him mentally. Mm. Um, so, like I said, Vietnam War vet, he was considered violent. I don't know if he'd had that. I just read that small nugget of information in some articles, which makes me think he had some outbursts or something like that. I don't okay. know. Um, and he, like, I, I read an interview with a friend like who that's said... That's put that in? Right. Oh, okay. Like, why would it be in a, any article that he had a violent past mm -hmm. unless he had had some incidents? Right. I don't know. Right. Uh, also, I read an interview with a friend who said he was really, like... Uh, alpha and extroverted and was just always doing crazy stuff like trying yeah. to be funny which yeah this strikes me as the wild man complex where right. it's like you just you're like are you bipolar or are you like Van Wilder because <laughs> uh, yeah. Van Wilder was definitely bipolar I mean, it's that oscillation right. between like I he's the most fun thing ever, but he's also not in control. Yeah. And he gives the illusion of like, well, I guess he's in control because he's not dead. Yeah. You know, clearly a, a crazy person would be dead by twenty one <laughs> if they were crazy. No, right. no, sometimes they live a long time <laughs> and they endanger lots of people. Right. Yeah. Well, there is one other detail about him that I'm gonna leave out till the end that all kind of ties this together, but he also okay. So, September thirtieth, two thousand eleven, he was released from federal prison, hmm. uh, where he had been for possession, uh, illegal possession of a firearm. 
Okay. Um, he had numerous guns. He was caught with one in public, unlicensed or whatever. By the way, this is this all happened in in Ohio. Okay. And um, what year about was that sort of? That was in 2011. Oh, that's um, when he was released. That was when he was released from prison. Wow. So he gets released from prison September 30th, 2011. Uh, and a few things happened. First of all, he was immediately sentenced. He got out of prison, but part of his probation was he had a year of house arrest with electronic monitoring. So he had like a low jack and he literally couldn't leave his house, right? He also, while he was in prison, his wife, Marion, left him. She moved out. And they were, I think, still married, but she was gone. So he gets out of prison. Not marrying him anymore. Yeah, totally. Zing, you dumbass. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Um, uh, And he, there's no one at his house and he's not allowed to leave his house. Um, okay. Then he's, he's really fucked up. He's alone. Yeah, he's alone, right? Uh, and he and so that's September thirtieth, two thousand eleven. Less than a month after that, October seventeenth, two thousand eleven. Oh, here's another thing that happened. He also came home from prison to just this massive delinquent property tax bill. Oh no! He owed a ton of property tax that he couldn't pay because he had been in fucking prison. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Uh, then October 17th, 2011, he gets a letter, an anonymous letter from someone telling him that his wife cheated on him. Oh yeah. He doesn't know who the letter is from, but they're not together at that point. But they're point. not together. Exactly. But it's still like, it's a huge deal. I'm sure yeah. that that would fuck with your head no matter what. And maybe what. at some level he thinks he's going to get back with her or something. You know? Yes. So. Then the very next day, October 18th, 2011, is when he committed suicide. Now, here's the detail I left out of his life. He was the owner of Muskingum County Animal Farm in Zanesville, Ohio, which housed somewhere between 50 and 60 exotic animals, including like bears, cougars, lions, tigers, shit like that. Dude, that's my favorite place in the world. <laughs> you don't have to name it twice. I know exactly where <laughs> Yeah, dude. Talking. Yeah, man. Oh, you mean Oh, you mean where Uncle Terry lived? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he owned a giant zoo? He bought a, a zoo? He bought a zoo, dude. This dude bought a zoo. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that movie is about him. They were so happy in that movie. We're, whoa, were they Vietnam vets and we bought a zoo? Yeah, suicide zoo, is that dude. Why they did it? Wrong zoo. That's why the last line of that movie is "Whoa, wrong zoo, honey." <laughs> we bought the wrong zoo. Uh, yeah. So it's funny too. Like one of the things that uh, is written online about Muskingum County Animal Farm is that it was. Um, not well kempt and it had been cited numerous times for animal cruelty because oh, no. he, they were malnourished and didn't get enough water and shit like that. Name calling. Na- to- bullying. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, the cougars did not like the bears. Uh. <laughs> Between the animals <laughs> yeah. name calling. Man, I tell you, the abuse the guards put on them, it's, it's bled down to now the animals are just picking on Well, there's a hierarchy other. at every zoo, man. Oh, my God. The tortoise and the hare are fucking just, at each other's throats. It was like SLC punk, and but it's with so hard with animals. that turtle throat. To- oh, dude. Yeah, the turtles bully the bears, and the bears bully the cougars, <laughs> and the cougars bully the wolves, and then the wolves eat your kids. Yeah. This feels like a Charmin commercial that's out of control. I know. Well, it is soft. <laughs> the bears um, are fucking the turtles. The turtles are going up the asses of the, of you're the right, storms. Anton, that does sound like a Charmin commercial. <laughs> <laughs> the bears are over there with their horses. So here's what happened. Yeah, October 18th, 2011, Terry Thompson 
released 56 of the animals from their cages and shot himself in the head with a 357 Magnum. And so, um, oh. uh, yeah, 56. Uh, Soup's on. And what's I love, there's an interesting detail. He let 56 animals out, but he left three leopards, one grizzly bear, a three-legged giraffe, and two monkeys in their cages. That makes like, sense. These are my guys. I, uh, no. <laughs> no, Dave. Uh-huh. It's a smart reason. Everything you just listed was either damaged or too dangerous. The three-legged giraffe can't get out. And and then the other ones are too vicious. Well, okay, but here are the ones that were killed at the end of the day. Oh, 18 no. tigers, 17 lions, 8 bears, 3 cougars, 2 wolves, 1 baboon, and 1 macaque. Killed? Well, so that's the fucked up part of all this. Wait, what? So They so, killed a zoo? Yeah, they killed a zoo. <laughs> Wrong <laughs> zoo, you know what I mean? And, uh, <laughs> we killed a zoo. Honey, let's kill a zoo. Holy um, shit, that's a bummer, man. So, I mean, animal. your theory was a good one, but definitely the 18 tigers, 17 lions, 8 bears, 3 cougars, and 2 wolves were pretty dangerous. What and he let the them out. the theory of a dead man? Uh, wow. <laughs> Great band. How do you even know that even band? Even better theory. The only reason I know that band is I was a rock radio DJ at a bad time. And uh, <laughs> I just always thought it'd be funny to be a mathematician whose like, thesis was on the theory, the theory of a dead man. I have man. a little bit of a theory of a dead Excuse man. Excuse me. I've actually proven the theory of a dead man. <laughs> uh, it's two parts Nickelback, one part Creed. And, uh, <laughs> applause. Applause. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Yes, and that's been your final performer here at Ted Birmingham, Alabama. Um, no, that was wrong. Birmingham's a great city. I was trying to think of a shitty place. Uh, we got to support Birmingham. I like Birmingham. In some sense. Uh, well, damn. So he released all these animals and killed himself, but like with the releasing of the animals, was he just like, into the wild, you're free? Like, so there are a few things. Like he, I mean, there's like just the reality that he was like a crazy, violent dude. Um, there's also like more free a horse so I can he, punch it. Yeah, yeah. There's like the possibility that he was. Come on, motherfucker! You've been talking. He was the. <laughs> it was the possibility that he was just freeing them uh, mm-hmm. so they could be free. Uh, it was. It's not a very populated area, but there are stories of like one guy got up in the morning to uh, like feed his horses, and the mm-hmm. horses were like acting weird. Mm-hmm. And then in the middle of the horse pen, he saw a fucking black bear just sitting there. And he was like, okay, there's a fucking bear with my horses now. And he had to get the bear out. So, I mean, there's also called the cops on the black bear. I see how it is. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I see how this (laughs) 90s joke should go. Oh, exactly. Oh, I wasn't going to be a bear. Would you have called the cops if it was a polar bear? Would you have? Huh? 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 Seemed like maybe not. <laughs> comedy, it's terrible. All comedy is bad. <laughs> All things comedy terrible. <laughs> All things bad. All things um, comedy terrible. New network we're forming. We, we bought a network. Um, so here's uh, another so thing, though. So, okay, so the reason they had to kill the animals was uh, he was in the house. Mm-hmm having like been shot dead and the cops showed up because there were reports of animals being loose by people 
first there were calls from people who were like, there's a lion in my farm. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. Uh, Holy shit. Yeah. And he's not like the typical lion in my yard. I don't think it's my lion. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. It's out of the cage. <laughs> he's um, not responding to my cool conversation. We usually talk about movies. It's. Uh, I'm always like, are you the Metro Goldwyn lion? <laughs> it's either a hungry lion or a mean lion. But either way, it's pissed, dude. Um... Okay, yeah. so yeah, like geez. so then they show up. The cops show up to this farm, and there are fucking animals roaming around, mm-hmm. and uh, they have to. There's a body laying in the house. They're not sure it's dead. They can't even get to it. They don't know who it is. They have to get in there, and so they made a snap decision. They're like, "We have to kill these animals that are and, just around." Yeah, well, they're like scary. I think right. <laughs> they're, they're like scary. <laughs> They're like lions uh, and the shit. The police dude. report said they're scary. <laughs> well, here's a really that crazy quote. Nuts. This dude. quote is one of the funniest things I've ever heard Why in my life. Why was that the easiest solution? So, well, what else? I, I guess mean, there what has else? to be a better way than blowing away animals. Like well, a okay. net? Maybe a net? This is my favorite There's quote no, I could maybe have ever heard. No military service. Uh, Deputy Todd Canaval was quoted as saying this I was sick shooting these animals. Because they didn't ask to be there. And you know, I'm a cat person. <laughs> <laughs> he said that. Yeah, he said That's that. That's so funny. <laughs> and it's like, you know, yeah, I'm a cat man, person. me too, but that shouldn't be the reason killing animals makes you feel bad. There dude. was one of them, though, that did ask to be there. You could see it in his eyes. It was a badger. I had to OJ. take him down. It was my badger, OJ Simpson. <laughs> my badger, OJ. <laughs> it was him or me. I had to take him out. I mean, well, of course, it is ironic that the shit. one badger I named O.J. Simpson uh, <laughs> deserved to die. Uh, <laughs> oh, jeez, man. I feel bad for those cops, Ooh, too. Oh, cheese and rice. Well, I mean, um, murder, that's, that's awful. As much as I get mad every time I see footage of, like, safari, like, people, like, going out and, like, murdering animals out in, like, the Serengeti and shit, it's the same thing of, like, I'm just sad that those animals are gone i mean these are like lions and those are rare here's why so like no they're rare i mean there was this was a big this was a controversy (laughs) the cops blowing away a zoo yeah okay so i'm realizing this is what happened there um vin diesel showed up for work there was an apartment building that was like bordered his property Mm -hmm. where a bunch of kids lived Uh, and there was a a school soccer game literally nearby and they were like shoot the lions kill the fucking lions apparently we can't cancel the game (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) it's the finals it is the fucking finals man these kids gotta get their orange slices and you know go to mcdonald's afterwards and have their dad yell Um, so yeah like you weren't trying enough Jonathan (laughs) Sheriff Matt Lutz uh, played, of course, by Matt Damon. Uh, <laughs> as he was driving to the scene, uh, apparently he had to make a call. They were like, "The these lions are roaming around. There's a soccer game. What do we do? And he was Holy like, uh, if they start moving away, shoot them. Yikes. And, uh, Bad call. <laughs> That's pretty vague. <laughs> I mean. Start moving. Away. No, I hear you. Sure, it's vague, but kids. also I'm yeah, telling yeah. the story from an article I read 
Uh, 10 years later, you know what I mean? So uh, that's definitely not what the conversation <laughs> was. Uh, I was colloquializing it. Um, so this is written on cafemom.com. Yeah, totally. This is on, weird. You know, this is published weird. on my website. I'm, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Dave, why is Pornhub up? Why are you jerking off, Dave? <laughs> no, I mean, it sounds like they did try to sort of like herd the animals, but then they ended up... Like, did they save any animal? <laughs> I know that's probably they not They saved written. like two. That's so fucking They literally terrible. saved two. Oh my God. Noah's Ark, you start over. They were like... <laughs> Because like I think it was so it was forty nine or fifty that they shot. That's so funny that they they're like, well, we saved this boy mouse and this girl chimpanzee. We'll make them breed and start over. A new zoo for everyone. Of freaks, man. Holy shit! So he left. Did he leave a note? Uh, I guess I'm gonna ask questions that maybe aren't in this article. No, keep asking, man. I mean, uh, is there any more to his like uh, suicide after? Like people commenting on him? Seems like a lot of it's going into the animals, right? Totally. I mean, that's uh, definitely a big chunk of the interesting part of the story. And I was also just looking through my notes and trying to figure out. Uh, I'd written down about the because I just for some reason didn't read as much about the police's story because I just. <laughs> It's funny, your immediate reaction is like, why did they kill them? But I just <laughs> was like, the line in the article that was like, they had reason to, I was like, all right, I'll just believe that. Totally. But I, yeah. but also, you're not wrong. Why did they kill well, them? Well, I mean, if I mean, I already suspect the cops of horrific violence on a of, daily basis. Well, no, that's so the thing. Like, you're right. I'm just like, well, if they have no problem blowing away a black teenager, totally. <laughs> like maybe they're just like, dude, this is our chance to <laughs> blow away a zoo. What's fucked up, too, is that like, there is, they, after everything died down, mm -hmm. they, in order to catalog what had happened, they dragged the animals and put them all in like rows, all the dead oh bodies. Oh God, what and, is the fuck? And then problem? someone going by took a photo. <laughs> and you can find this photo online. It's crazy looking. Just um, for size comparison. But, but there was a person, they got in contact with PETA for a quote. And the guy from PETA said, uh, yeah, I mean, if people are in danger, you got to do what you got to do. Anybody, uh, <laughs> if it was just the janitor who picked up the phone at <laughs> Peter, he's like, Peter, oh, what, what's that? Yeah, I don't know. Blow him away. I don't give a yeah, fuck. Yeah, kill him. Fry him. Yeah. I, hey, listen, I'm starving. Huh? I, uh, <laughs> hey, you don't have any of the, the meat left over, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I love a oh, nice, juicy lion. Oh, dude. They cook a medium rare. Oh, cook the <laughs> lion up just the way mama used to make. <laughs> Mama used to make the best. No, I mean, lion. like I, like I said, I'm colloquializing it. But they talked That's to Peta, so and Peta, like after Peta received all the details, they were like, "We have concluded that it was justified." That's uh, so funny. So, but anyway, this should be on the show, justified. Uh, and but it is still shocking. And the story is like the cops like sort of drove around the building trying to figure it out, and then they ended up. These animals were defending themselves, so they end up getting like attacked yeah. by a wolf and attacked yeah. by a, a lion monkey. Will fuck you up. <laughs> yeah, a three-legged giraffe will fuck you up. You know too. what? A, you know what will fuck you up? A person. <laughs> People are pretty crazy. You know saying. why it was a three-legged giraffe, uh, Dave? Right? Because uh, a giraffe that cool, you don't want to eat all at once. You know. <laughs> what? <laughs> There's like an old joke about a three-legged pig and oh. shit. And I was like, <laughs> oh, got it. Yeah. <laughs> Hamp what? <laughs> Hampton. What? 
What? I uh, didn't grow up with your childhood. So when they get into the house and they find his body and they confirm it's him, the first thing was that uh, they had to Not chase scary. a white tiger off because it was chewing him. <gasps> yeah. Now it becomes a flock of doves. <laughs> it's a wow. white tiger. It's a, it's a flock of doves. It's magic. <laughs> Believe in magic. Uh, magic is everywhere. Magic, magic. <laughs> <laughs> magic is everywhere. Um, so then uh, they see there's a slash across his forehead, and he had been like gnawed in different places a bunch. Yes. But they found there was a bunch of raw chicken laying around his body very close to him, and there, one of the theories is Whoa. that he wanted them to eat him. That is cool i'll just say <laughs> i know i'm not supposed to say that i know we've made rules to never say that but that is cool this is a type of of suicide i was reading about it there are people who try to there was a woman in thailand a few years ago hmm. who went to a zoo and jumped into a crocodile cage and it ate her <gasps> uh, see you she, later alligator yeah <laughs> is that what she said when she did no, it? No, but that's what they call the alligator now. <laughs> is that what she said? Uh, See you later, alligator. And then people were like, it's a crocodile. Oh, uh, also, you're the one seeing us later. <laughs> you got it wrong. <laughs> Everything's wrong. The alligator should have said that to you. See no. you later, person. I'm going to eat you. No, there's a ton of times where people just climb into animal, like, yeah, there are a couple examples of lion enclosures and tiger enclosures. Those like those are recent. I read about a few recently that happened insane. where a naked guy just jumped into a, a tiger enclosure and then he didn't die. He somehow got out. But uh, <laughs> it was pretty cool. But the rent was too high. I don't think I'm gonna move in. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. I need to look around. I'm sorry, this place still- has dirt floors. <laughs> oh, plus there's lions. <laughs> this sucks, dude. It sucks. <laughs> um, plus no Wi-Fi. Uh, so after this happened. Ohio uh, enacted like massive restrictions on ownership of exotic animals. The first thing there was a moratorium across the board for a while. Uh And then they built a 20,000 foot animal holding facility in Reynoldsburg, Ohio, where they now house them once they're found. So they have a place to go that's safe and they're treated well. Because the other problem with these farms is that there weren't a lot of oversight. So they literally were malnourished. Yes, one guy who's a fucking war veteran with guns. Uh, (laughs) What could go wrong with Terry's? (laughs) Terry's gun nut divorcee farm. I guess I don't know why I just said war veteran. Like that was a bad thing. (laughs) That's not a part of it at all. Uh, But it does paint a picture of a dude who's alone with guns, I guess is my point. I'd just like it if that was his pitch of why it's a cool Mm -hmm. farm to come to. Coming out of crazy War farm. Vietnam beat. (laughs) Animal Every one of these animals is named Charlie. (laughs) There's Charlie in the trees. There's Charlie in the bushes. There's Charlie on a rock. Charlie's everywhere. (laughs) And this monkey is my wife, Charlie. I can't get this monkey off my back. (laughs) Oh, I got this lion up my ass. The tiger's on my back. Man, gerbils all over my. I mean, this always makes me think if you just kill (laughs) yourself and you have your house pets, because they will eat your face if people don't find you given enough time. Oh, yeah, but not Dr. Funk, though, for sure. Your cat, dude, dude, your cat, I see him licking his chops. No, 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 dude, no. Either your cat wants to fuck you or eat you, dude. Something's up. For sure, fuck. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, dude. Dude, you think you have a chance? 
Yeah. <laughs> you think you can land, dude? <laughs> you think you, you can land should, your it's cat? It's been like 14 years. You should try to close the deal, dude. <laughs> You've been friends for like a long time. Let me ask you, when you have a bad time, who do you call first? Funk, dude. Oh, funk, dude. I mean, like, say you just want to chill out and watch Netflix. Who are you often with? Good point, dude. You should close the deal, just, man. Like, you know, dude, it, one of my the great joys in my current <laughs> life is that it has been probably a decade since someone told me to close the deal. <laughs> I hate that side of masculinity. When I had to be in that world where I didn't hadn't entirely realized that I could choose my friends yet, and I still had dudes around like, dude, a girl likes you, dude. You should fucking try to close the deal and quit being a little fucking... Bitch, dude. It was um, Alec Baldwin. A B pussy. Always B pussying. But <laughs> <laughs> he says that as he's she eating. Close the deal, dude. Oh, I'm God, just telling you, fucking, you should eat that. You should eat that pussy. Same guys who um, say like, "There's a lot of talent in here." I will fucking <laughs> kill you, dude. I hate That's, you. I only say that when I'm at an actual talent competition. <laughs> There's a lot of talent. A lot of talent. I say to comedy people. shows, dude. My friends are very talented. Yeah. There's a lot of talent here. You get my meaning. Tea. Look, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. spinning a baton and it's on fire. A lot of talent. <laughs> Ooh, look at all the ass in here and it's just donkeys. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of talented donkeys the in The guy there. who sounds creepy, but he's never been a creep in his life once. <laughs> uh, Everything a, he, he says is totally... Like he's a lot of talent. <laughs> he talks like that, but uh, Ooh, he's literally at CAA. Uh, There's a lot of talent in this talent agency. Look at the warheads <laughs> on that submarine. And he's Ooh. actually pointing to a ship. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> Look at the cans on that broad. And there's two oil cans in the middle of a road. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, I like him. He's a great friend. He's a nice guy. And he always points out stuff that you don't often observe right away. <laughs> He's always pointing out the things I don't notice right away. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> you know, I hate that bitch. And it's a female dog and he does hate her. Uh, <laughs> This is on the decline of him. Wait, what? That's bad. <laughs> You're still, man. It's still weird. Why does he hate that dog? Uh, <laughs> uh, dude, I love this insane, uh, right? Insane right? story. I mean, if you own a personal zoo, that's so funny that that is like such a common problem. It's usually now with people who just have money. Like who are trust fund kids, mm -hmm. they buy all these exotic animals. Like there's been such a surge recently of people who have bought gigantic husky dogs off of Game of Thrones being popular. And husky mm. dogs are like really hard to train if you're not up to it. Yeah. So all of these huskies are being re like returned all God. the time. And it's just people who watch Game Girls of Thrones. Girls are so expensive. Like, I want a big dog. Right. Oh, wait, it's really hard. Like like a real wolf would be. Oh, it's too hard. <laughs> God damn, dude. <laughs> I'm not built Game of Thrones strong. Oh, man. <laughs> You shouldn't be allowed to do anything until you're 30. You shouldn't be allowed to think, to do anything you think. You well, should only be allowed to do things other people think for you. I saw Breaking Bad and I was like, I should do meth. meth. I should sell meth. I should do meth. I should get cancer and be mean to my spouse. I, uh, uh, 
I'm sorry. I'm just, I just follow the trends. Yeah. <laughs> I can't help but follow the trends. I should become a teacher and then, uh, <laughs> after 30 years of that, befriend uh, a sniveling idiot who's always a problem. But the worst is uh, just people doing that. They buy pets for their, like, off of a TV show or movie that becomes popular. And then the other shit you see is people always name their kids after TV show characters. Like, there's a huge rise. Like children who get named after TV show characters. And wow! Shit. Yeah. What? Every time anything becomes popular, my god, this is sad. I'm just like, come on, guys. Can you define your own identity besides what you see on TV? I know. Like, do you have to make it your pets and your children? Well, in fairness, my daughter's name is Scott Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> my son's name is Jordan Peterson. <laughs> I know, and they're related. No, I, I know. Well, it. I, I was going to say and then hesitated and am now saying because it's hard to not say that to say this and not be like totally shitty and annoyed but you know there's a change.org petition to uh get them to remake season eight of game of thrones (laughs) i i saw that but i mean like come on like you know that'll never happen of course it'll (laughs) never happen but the fact that people are like so mad about a thing they didn't create that they're like, you need to change it. And it's just like, we don't have to change it. We made it's it. Too, Fuck you. It's too popular. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. When it's so popular that you're like, hey, you know what? Majority of the fans fucking suck, which yeah. is the same as football mm-hmm. and Star Wars and like any other thing that is like a billion dollar industry. Totally. I mean, it is just making me, the thing is that like this stuff does matter. The reason I was hesitating to say it is the reason it happens is the stuff does matter to people. It affects them very deeply. And so they have expectations of it. And we do need to kind of meet in the middle because I've been getting frustrated with people. There are a couple things I like, like I'm doing this, that thing on Twitter where I write the same thing every day because I think (laughs) Twitter is fucking trash, but some people liked my Twitter and it made them mad. And then I got mad at that. But I realized recently, like they shouldn't be mad at me. They shouldn't say shitty things to me, but also this just is how the world is. People like you. And when it changes, they're like, fuck you. It's like how people are <laughs> and they shouldn't do that. And I should just know that. You know what I mean? But this is how it is. They, when people though, call people out online, they should consider that maybe you had a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> you had a bad day. Dave is a bad guy. <laughs> I just mean like they shouldn't. I, I don't know. I guess I said it three times already, but I'm trying. I'm, why, even though it is so dumb of people to like value it so much, they're like, I have ownership of this and that's mm-hmm. unfair. Uh, you should just never be shitty to people. Uh, Try not most to. Most of all, me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, guys, don't be mean. Join our Patreon. It is you just know, kind of humanity. Nice. Isn't it a weird thing about humanity where like the things that are important to us that were made by others? it just becomes so personal and we forget. I used to do it. I forget that it's not mine, that it just was a thing that was given to me by someone else. Mm. Like I'm about to see A.A. Bondi. I'm going to see him tonight. He's like my favorite country musician. And he just put out an album that's not country and his fans are like, fuck this. Really? Yeah. And uh, You're going to be the one guy going, yay! (laughs) Anything you do is accepted by me! (laughs) I know! But that's the thing. Piss on my face! I... Don't like the new album so much, and I wasn't going to go to the show. I know. And then uh, I read an interview with him, and this is while I'm getting mad about people not liking my dumb my Twitter shit. Okay. And then I read this interview with him where he's talking about how he's like, 
in the interview, he goes, I don't really understand it in people. I guess my old songs really matter to them so much that they really need me to play them. But, but to me, it's exciting to play what I like now. And you would think that if you're a fan of mine, that you would be excited for what I'm excited for. <laughs> he's like shaming everybody. <laughs> and like, he's saying what I think about my thing, but uh, I, while I was yeah. currently mad at him for not playing what I like mm -hmm. of his, and I'm like, maybe I should just go <laughs> to the show. You already got the tickets. <laughs> Hey, just go. Maybe I shouldn't burn them on Instagram <laughs> and no. tag him and be like, no. fuck you, dickhead. He went electric, man. I'm We're over We're just it. like this as people is my point. I did both sides of it. Absolutely, man. Yeah. And I think also people just need time to process. Yeah, you know totally. what I mean? It's like we, we, we do love things maybe too hard. Sometimes I love too hard. Well, it turns out it's hard to be alive, and one th when something makes you feel good, you want it to stay. I think that's what it is, right? Yeah. Being definitely. alive is like painful. And so, <laughs> damn, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you gotta, so it's hard. It's hard to part ways with the things that brought you joy and got you through things, yeah. especially because it feels like you're closing some sort of chapter on your life. And that's where you're like, I don't want life to be a book. I don't want there to Man, be chapters. So that's actually what's happening with these Game of Thrones fans. They're the people who valued it so much that they were like, okay, yeah. I, the way that I am processing this thing I love is that it will end this season and I will close that chapter with it but it being a boring season means it's not closing for them in the right way and they're like fuck dude man I'm gonna kill all my fucking lions dude I'm gonna <laughs> I wish my friend Kevin wrote the final season he's cool he's good you know what's funny is like I do watch it and then like the after Game of Thrones they always cut to like the HBO you know behind the scenes and they have the creators talk and they are so Asperger's-y yeah and talking about you know, writing this last season, especially when they're moving away from the books, it's so funny. They'll be like, they'll show a scene of Daenerys, the queen, you know, t saying like, I feel betrayed by Tyrion. And then I'll mm -hmm. cut to them. And it's like, so Daenerys felt betrayed by Tyrion? <laughs> and they're literally mansplaining their own show yes. that they write. Totally. They just explain literally what, like just happened. Yes. And it's usually characters, especially in these last two seasons, saying exactly how they feel. It's very clear <laughs> from this season that the, the those guys' talent is uh, taking imagery and making it real. Mm -hmm. It's not writing a story. <laughs> it's like just not. There's like clearly how you write a story is all the characters in the whole show are in one castle. <laughs> and then for eight minutes, four of them talk. And then, then eight minutes after that, four other of them talk. And then eight minutes after that, four other of them talk. Um, and then we have an episode where everybody dies. And <laughs> it's like, yeah, they Jesus, just explain dude. the show as it's happening. Uh, Daenerys <laughs> felt upset. And then she <laughs> went over explain. into the other room. And then in the other room, she talked to him. And it's just like, yeah, I know. I just fucking why don't saw you that explain dude. why Jon Snow only rode a dragon for a whole episode <laughs> when he is like the fighting guy yeah, like not to hysterical. be a total mongoloid about it but uh is mongoloid an okay thing to say anymore? absolutely not <laughs> yeah I was trying to say Cro-Magnon and then I just said mongoloid and I'm sorry <laughs> I know we have a lot hey of... if you're a mongoloid and you're, if you're a total mongoloid we, listening well the to problem this, is that we have a lot of Cro-Magnon uh, listeners you probably uh, we will write I'll suck your dick we will suck your dick <laughs> if you're a mongoloid we will suck your dick mongoloid god damn dude well I'm gonna go now I feel weird. Why don't you get back <laughs> behind your wall, Mongol? <laughs> <laughs> Mongol? <laughs> oh, 
oh, get man. behind the walls, Mongolians. <laughs> well, hey, that um, was fun, dude, dude. This was so much fun. I, we haven't seen each other in a minute, and this was yeah. like so great. Yeah, dude. Thanks for coming over. Thanks for bringing in one of the most fucked up stories we've had. <laughs> this is fucking. They killed a zoo. <laughs> they killed it. We killed a zoo. <laughs> Can we put that into the description? Yeah, they should make this. The next, this story should be the next sequel to me. We bought a zoo and should be the next born movie. <laughs> <laughs> we born a zoo. Just, yeah. He comes out of the bushes and like snaps a lion's neck. <laughs> and he just, his only lines in the whole movie are Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne. Uh, <laughs> I don't know who I am. Jason I Bourne. just know I want to kill animals. <laughs> Jason, uh, animals, Jason Bourne. <laughs> hey, hey, you crazy suicide buddy animals. Uh, come check out Dave and I in Portland, May 26th hey. at the Siren Theater. Mm. Two shows, 7 o'clock and 9.30. Uh, tickets are going fast. Uh, we're going even faster. The sets are going to be super short, but the tickets are going so fast. Who even knows? <laughs> we're going to be farting it up in Portland. Oh, and uh, in Seattle, I'll be there May 24th and 25th. Come on out. And tickets are available at Dave to the Ross or HamptonYoung.com. Yeah, and I got some shit in Northern California and in the Denver area coming up, and that shit's on my website, Dave to the Ross.com. Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll be back. Uh, thanks for next all those week. Thanks for all the suggestions, guys, recently, and like all the letters to buddies, buddies, buddies at Gmail. Like, we really appreciate you listening, and uh, thanks for getting the word out. I really appreciate it, everybody who came out at, uh, to Arlington. That was awesome. Yeah, that's so cool, man. Oh, and we have. Uh, a $10 Patreon and up episode on Patreon that went up this week. Patreon.com slash Suicide Buddies. Hampton going on a solo rant for I'm like going off, dude. So. I'm going oh, off. Yeah. I'm going 100, about, dude. You're going to talk about Alabama, dude? You're I'm going 100. Portion, it is going to be... <laughs> Dude, I should. I should just do a fucking abortion. Ever even thought about keeping a baby? You're a fucking Hitler. I just go into like, you're a Hitler. If you've ever had a baby, you're a Hitler. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so pro choice. Every mom is Hitler. I I believe I hate kids. It's my thing. (laughs) I'm pro choice except for the choice of having a kid. Fuck that. (laughs) All right, come with it now, folks. Come with it now. Uh, all right, yeah, we'll see you next week. Glad you're alive. Glad you're alive. Oh my God, what a great episode. But you know, are you still dealing with the dark thoughts? Well, Dave and I would prefer it if you actually dealt with it. Uh, we're not medical professionals, but we would like it if you're actually dealing with these depressive, dark, swirling thoughts that you may be called the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Uh, they're at 1 800 273 8255. That's 1 800 273 TALK. And they're great people. They have the resources to help uh, you deal with your current situation. And Dave and I, we're happy that you're with us. Thanks. Podcast Network.